Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sovereign Projector podcast, second time this week. Uh, We're getting towards the point where we'll go back to one episode a week, but we just have got so much catching up to do, you know? So if you don't, if you haven't figured out the... uh, the kind of pattern by now. Um, the first episode of the week is more of a like a lesson or like a spiritual teaching or something that I like want to give to you guys. And then the second episode of the week is more of a story time, right? Like just catching up what I've been up to, what I'm thinking about, what I'm feeling, what's going on in my life, all of that stuff. Today is kind of combining those two while mostly it's going to be like a kind of personal story time and what's going on with me, what's been going on with me, all of that stuff, kind of like behind the scenes, all of that. I feel like it's also going to be really, really beneficial for people who are either like in their Saturn return right now, um, coming out of their Saturn return or are at a point in your life where you are feeling the need to... um, And I think we spoke in the previous podcast about like just taking on more responsibility and stuff like that. So Saturn is a planet that governs responsibility and um, becoming an adult, becoming a grown up and all of that stuff. So if you're at a point in your life where you are like manifesting something um, and there is a greater responsibility associated with that, that thing that you are stepping into, that life, that woman that you're stepping into, then this will also probably be a really helpful, beneficial episode to listen to. Yeah, what a day. Um, So yeah, it's Saturday today. I'm also recording this in advance. Uh, like I said in the last episode, I'll be in Greece when you're listening to this. Um, and today, this weekend is just kind of devoted to getting all of my ducks in a row because I don't really want to be working when I am in Greece. Um, It's just like a five-day trip. Like I said, I'm going to be with my friends and I want to be able to really disconnect, take time off and just have fun. Um, So yeah, this morning I taught the second to last evolutionary astrology module, um, which was so much fun, so amazing. I'm going to be, uh, I've, I've started talking about this, but you, I'm going to be starting that again. We're going to do a July to October uh, training. So if you want more information on the evolutionary astrology training, that will be linked in the show notes. And then this afternoon, I just did like some admin work. I actually spoke to a bunch of my friends back home. Um, so that was really nice. Uh, did a little workout to move some energy. And then I actually just recorded a new like module for the um organic manifestation organic manifestation like mini course that's inside of their relentless alignment bundle which I think I've already spoken about uh in the previous podcast but if you want more information on the bundle which is just like the most like beautiful meandering wonderful compilation of my teachings in both human design and then also applied energetics and organic manifestation all combined into one uh infinite bundle essentially um and yeah so there's another like uh, well, what day are you listening to this Thursday so you'll still have about like I think two or three days to use the discount code party uh, to get $100 off because we are currently in the launch week for the bundle um so yeah and then I was like I want to get this last podcast done um and then after this I'm going to take off my makeup I'm going to uh call my friend we're going to chat for a while 
uh, debrief on everything Taylor Swift has been up to lately. God, that that girl keeps me on my toes. Um, and then probably watch some Gilmore Girls, right? Just KB. And then tomorrow is about trying to find a bag that I can take to Greece um, and more like logistical life stuff rather than work stuff. Okay. So let's get stuck in to um, this Saturn return stuff. So I think the first thing to talk about, so like I sort of said already, is that Saturn is that planet that's about mastery. It's about um, linear time and becoming an adult and stepping into our adult self. Uh, And with that, right, all the things that come along with stepping into our adult self, like taking on more responsibility, um, being in positions of authority, of leadership, how we deal with authority um, and potentially like red tape and and things like that, that come up against us. Um, So a Saturn return uh, being, I I have an entire episode on Saturn returns. It's from a while ago, but you can kind of like scroll back and listen to that. If you want more information about like the actual logistics behind a Saturn return, I'm probably just going to talk more about like the energetic stuff today, just because it's a story time. It's not a teaching class. Um, but basically a Saturn return is typically a time in someone's life when you turn, you know, 27 to age 30, um, and you reach a point where you are becoming an adult in the eyes of astrology. You have been through an entire cycle of Saturn. You've learned the Saturnian lessons, uh, moving through every part of your astrological chart. And now you are a grown up and it's time to face the consequences of your actions up until this point and moving forward. So, um, I think the next thing to say would be that for me specifically, like I have a lot of Peter Pan syndrome, right? I have a lot of like, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to be an adult. I don't want the responsibilities, right? This definitely started from childhood and like looking to the adults in my life and being like, I don't want to be like them, right? They are all crushed by the weight of the world. Um, Wow. I just got really, really emotional. This could turn into more of like a therapy story, therapy session than a story time. Um, And yeah, I remember so like just looking at my mom, my dad, like, and not just like my parents, but all of my teachers, all of my aunts and uncles, all of the adults, and even like the almost adults that I was coming into contact with. And it's like, they'd all lost their spark. They'd all lost their optimism. They'd all lost a lot of their life force. And I was like, there is no way I'll ever be like that. I'm not going to live like that. Right. So while I think a lot of kids will look to the adults in their life and want to be like that, right? They want the freedom that adulthood provides. I've had this like opposite, like I've had, and you know, I know a lot of people are definitely the same where you have this like pushing back against anything that represents adulthood growing up. You know, I, I feel like I've said this before, but like for the longest time, um, my favorite quote in the world, and I still love this quote, right? Don't get me wrong, but I don't necessarily like live by it as my only, uh, like stick for living, um, anymore. It's more of like, one of many quotes that I find inspiring. And that is like, we don't grow old because, no, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing, right? So you can sort of feel the like Peter Pan syndrome in there. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to take on these responsibilities. And it, it massively like bled into every aspect of my life, right? Like when I was with like my most serious like ex, it was like, you know, here, but it's parents and like my parents were always like very much that Saturnian figures of like, let's be sensible, let's buy a house, like let's um, make those bigger investments, think of our future, blah, 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 blah. Whereas I was just like, 
I really want to figure out how to take out my superannuation so that I can spend a year in um, Argentina, you know, like, and I think both have such a place. And personally, I think that like early 20s is for messiness, making those mistakes and, you know, not necessarily like being a grown up. But I think that just because of the nature of like my childhood and that, yeah, just that fear of everything that adulthood seemed to represent, um, it lasted like that Peter Pan syndrome, that messy early 20s attitude uh, lasted a lot longer. And, you know, you could definitely see like in terms of like human design, there's a lot of like the third line inside of that right um and sometimes I feel like that third line was also like a a permission giver but like in a more negative way what's the word like um when someone like ah there's there's definitely a word in psychology and I bet so many of you being so well versed in psychology is screaming at me but my mind is blanking but that word that means like um enabler enabler that's it thank you for sending me those 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 codes, those words through the space-time continuum back to last Saturday. Uh, I appreciate you. Yeah, my finding out I was a third line was definitely a massive enabler in that because, like, cool, like, I'm here to make mistakes. I'm here to be messy. Um, And so what that looked like was just, like, refusing to take on responsibility. And it's funny because, like, obviously, like, with my Saturn being in Aquarius and – Saturn also ruling my 10th house of career and like Uranus and Neptune being on my MC of career. Like I always deeply wanted the freedom that having my own business um, provided. And obviously also like the freedom that travel and like, like being a digital nomad provides uh, that sense of like Aquarian um, rebellion. But And it took me this long, which is crazy. I started my business in late 2019. It took me this long to realize the level of responsibility that is inherent in bringing a um, a vision um, or bringing an entity, right, which is what you're creating when you're creating a business. You're creating a whole new entity, really, bringing that into fruition and tending to it and watering those seeds. And I... Like, this is where I will say, like, I think divine timing is, like, so clear, like, so clearly the thread running through the evolution of my business and me growing into the kind of person, the woman who can hold the full frequency, the full energy of what this space wants to be, has always wanted to be. Um, But I had to go through a process of first healing, which we'll talk about. Um, healing that inner child and giving her the freedom of play that she she desires uh, before she could step into the woman who can be the space holder for the entity to grow and expand and hold the the frequency that it, it needs to okay um and you know I'll also talk a bit I feel like there's going to be so many different convoluted like storylines but you just got to stay with me right everything's going to weave together because I also want to say about just like um, star seeds or just like healers, energy workers, light workers, whatever like terminology you identify with. I definitely know that myself and a lot of people listening to this are here on mission, right? We are on earth on mission. And that is a lot of weight to carry, right? I definitely feel like there is an element of the responsibility of my mission, your mission, um, here on earth to help the humans, <laughs> these sweet little beings that we call brethren, 
um, to help them come to terms, well, to help them find love, right? <laughs> to help them find that deep divine seed of love that exists within all of them and is just waiting to spread throughout the entire planet um, and throughout the entire humanity so that we can know peace on earth. Uh, imagine that, um, you know, that type of thing, it weighs heavy on the shoulders of an eight or nine-year-old, right? And so, of course, obviously, not only is my little human self having resistance to the heaviness of the world and what it appears to be, to, appears to mean to be an adult, but she's also having resistance to, or not even like resistance, but just feeling the pressure of like, oh my God, how am I ever going to make a difference, right? How am I ever going to um, have the impact that I really, really want to have in this world, right? How am I going to deal with all of this pressure that I have put on my shoulders um, and that I've literally come here to bring, right, to, to earth? And so I wasn't, um, so really until now, really until now as I've exited my Saturn return, um, you know, our Saturn and Aquarius return finished in March. Um, and like the time, the timing is hilarious because that's literally the time when I was just like, yep, that's it. <laughs> it's time to get my shit together. Like I'm done. I'm done being a kid. I'm an adult now. Uh, yeah, the timing is absolutely hilarious. But um, up until that point, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to let go of my Peter Pan syndrome. I wasn't ready to let go of that distaste for responsibility and for being a fully grown adult because my inner child still needed healing, right? She never really got to be the kid that she wanted to be. Um, and this is where like, so my actual, like Saturn in my actual chart is in the 11th house, right? Of friendships, community, and groups. And wherever you have sat natally can sort of talk about like what are the big lessons you're learning and what are the areas of life where you might have those Saturnian struggles, especially earlier in life. Um, and, you know, it's no secret I speak about this on this podcast regularly, but I was very, very bullied and isolated as a child um, and also as a teenager, right? And never really felt like I belonged really until uh, I started my business, funnily enough, and met some amazing like-minded like soul friends through this podcast right and that's not happening until I'm like 27 28 and so that's an entire satin cycle of feeling completely alone completely isolated and all my inner child wanted was to have fun to enjoy life to be free uh, to play to run barefoot through the grass like to sit um you know, with her girlfriends and just laugh and talk about boys and talk about, you know, makeovers and, you know, just little, little girly things that are so nourishing to our inner child. And I didn't get to have that experience when I was growing up um, because, uh, you know, I was, I was too busy trying to not cry because these, these kids were making fun of me or my friends were um, saying things about me and you know, friends in exclamation, uh, what are the words? Like quotation marks, right? Um, and so what happened throughout my Saturn return was actually a period of deep healing for that inner child. And so as I started to meet these friends and form these like deeply 
lasting, connective, like literally soul regenerating bonds with people that I'd never had before. Um, I was able to heal. I was able to almost like have the childhood that I didn't get to have. It was like, I wasn't, and again, this is like not going to be true for everyone, but maybe you'll find some like resonance in what I'm saying. But until I had the childhood that I was needing to have, I wasn't able to grow into the adult that I'm here to be. Um, and then also, you know, so in terms of like my business development, like it, it really did start as a podcast and, you know, like kind of doing readings and, and that sort of thing. And then it grew into teaching on these topics. And then um, around about the end of 2021, I started to feel the call, like, I don't want to just talk about these systems, right? I don't want to just like talk about evolutionary astrology and human design from like the um, classic uh, thing because they've taken root and they've taken on so much more meaning in my life and what I'm sharing with clients as well um, and students they've taken on so much more meaning and I want to feel free to uh, share that as well and so that was where like the next iteration of my business and this was probably about like halfway into like Saturn in Aquarius no probably a bit deeper yeah no probably about halfway into Saturn in Aquarius right <clears throat> And, you know, what happened was as I started to talk about this and share this and sort of start to move away from just wanting to teach on these topics and be like, gate 21 is this, right? Like, to me, that is so boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's so boring and it's not helpful. And there are people who are here to share like that. But I knew that I was meant to, like, take these topics, take these topics of, like, energy and spirituality and reading the stars and connecting to the stars and all of that stuff and everything included in that bring it together and share it in a different way and as I started to do this right that um inner child was deeply deeply triggered because as I spoke about it like I lost podcast listeners I lost a lot of email subscribers um and and that sort of process sort of of like rejection um and you don't like me but it's actually hilarious because if you flip the script and if you look at what it actually is is that like I am rejecting people who are not here for me um and who are not actually resonant with with my soul and like what I'm actually here to share and birth um and actually like it's becoming you know clearer and clearer every day that I'm doing this who is in resonance with that right if that makes sense um, and this is where just like, if you are someone who, who has a business or something like that, or who is a spiritual teacher or guide, like it's not about the numbers, right? It's about the resonance and resonance can only occur if you are speaking from your heart, um, and speaking from like your soul and like what you're actually like here to teach, here to share, here to guide in. And so, so I started that and then what happened next, right? I moved in to a house and I was like, well, an apartment. And I was like, this is it. You know, I'm home. I mean, you guys know this story, right? And then in May of 2022, like towards the end of May of 2022, I got on an airplane and I flew to Cambodia. Um, and about a week, literally a week into being away, my laptop broke. And my inner child, right? Like, and the thing was, is that like, I had like a bit of a brief look of like places I could potentially get my laptop 
fixed. But the thing is, is that like I'd been starting to feel already like it is time to take a gap year from teaching, sharing, doing this thing in the way that I had, because again, I had that like, had that just like, I guess you could call it like kind of like um, spiritual teacher burnout. Or again, I think it's that weight of the world that I spoke about from childhood of like, is what I'm doing, is what I'm saying actually making a difference? Like, is this actually changing the world in the way that I want it to be? Um, Because, you know, sometimes you doubt it. Sometimes it feels like too much. And I don't want to be uh, creating or holding the space that I am from that, um, from that exhausted, like, will the world ever change perspective? I want to be doing that from the place I'm in now, which is like, I know I'm making a difference and I know I have vision of the difference I want to make and they can keep me quiet as much as they like. I will continue to channel love um, and the message of love into any uh, outlet that they give me, right? That, yeah, that is just a hundred percent the truth. Right. And so as soon as my laptop broke, as much as I was like, I should really like get it fixed. Like this is my income, blah, 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 blah. I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I spent the next three months that I was on holidays without a laptop. And so I was really just like, um, I, I use my phone to do maybe like the once every fortnight or so. Yeah, typically like two or three times a month, I would have um, either classes or uh, do like moon circles and stuff like that. So I use my phone to do that. When I was traveling with my sister, I could use her computer. But I was off my computer for three months. I wasn't creating anything new for three months. I was just swimming in the ocean again making new friends healing that inner child who feels like who felt like such an outsider I was making mistakes I was being silly I was embracing the last year of my 20s right I was everything that I did like now when I look back I'm like that three-month period was the healing that was like there were, and this is where I'm in like divine timing. Like I could have sat at home and manifested away and been like, no, this is right. This is still what I want. Blah, 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 blah. Right. I could have gotten my laptop repaired straight away and spent the next three months, like half invested in my travels and, and, you know, half invested in my business. Right. But not giving myself fully to either one, but it just wasn't meant to be. There's no other way that could have played out because that was exactly how it was supposed to play out. Um, and you know, then, I mean, again, you guys know the rest of the story. I went home and it didn't feel right. And then I left again. And it's funny because at this stage, and this is when Mars was retrograde and Mars retrograde is really, really tough on me being like so deeply Mars ruled. Um, and throughout these travels, I feel like I was trying to recreate that feeling of freedom and like inner child's, uh, you know, flexibility and whatever that I had during that three months. Um, but it wasn't quite the same. There was, there was just something missing. And that something missing was that I was actually getting towards the end of that time off. And I feel like from maybe from like November, December onwards, or it was probably like from my second time in the Philippines. So we'll say like January onwards that my, um, my higher self, my soul, um, my little like starseed soul, whatever we want to call her was like knocking on the insides of my skull and the insides of my chest. And was just like, stop this, stop playing. 
get back to work, right? Again and again and again and again. And you can see like uh, when I had the idea for and put into practice and and sort of birthed the um, the evolutionary astrology reader training version two, right? Upgraded with all of my current knowledge, my current practices, my current way of thinking and speaking with clients and using astrology and all of that stuff. That was really that first step. Um, and then I don't know, the thing was, is that like, I, yeah, I, I, again, I feel like I kind of ignored that call, um, in other ways for a long, long time and just ended up like completely lifeless. And this is where we will come to the stage where it's asking like, okay, so what inspired this like post Saturn return glow up slash grow up, right? What inspired this just like literally sudden um absolute turnaround of how I'd been living my life and approaching my work again divine timing is a thing but number one is I got bored but do not underestimate boredom lifelessness melancholy melancholy flatness all of that for just huge brushes of energy and creation energy I was lifeless, right? I, it's like, okay, when you, when I'd gotten to this point and this is like, um, towards the end of Italy. Um, and I like, I don't know, but I knew that I had, like, I was moving to Albania, right. I was going to have a sturdy home. Um, and I was going to have somewhere more permanent and be able to focus more of my attention inwards. And then also into my work, like my, my mission. Um, but I I hadn't put energy into that for so long and I was just feeling completely like lifeless. (laughs) And then literally one day I woke up and I was like, enough is enough. I a hundred percent am stopping all of this. Um, And I'm a hundred percent like restarting. And it actually, it's funny. So I'd been putting off, like speaking of like avoiding responsibilities, I had been putting off doing my last year taxes. So in Australia, taxes are due halfway through the year. So um, my last set of taxes was due like pretty much like in July, basically of 2022. Um, And they were now like months and months overdue. And I'd been putting it off, putting it off, putting off. And it was funny. Like I talk, you know, and I talk all the time about like organic deconditioning, but that practice of saying you're an adult, you're a business owner. Um, you cannot be putting your taxes off, right. For this long, you need to just do it, just get it done. And the day that I did it, it was like, Oh my God, I just got so much energy back. (laughs) This is like, this is where you just like, when you understand how life force works and the way that like, not doing tasks is draining just as much as of your energy as just doing them, if not more, is so, so valuable because the amount of energy I got back, I have put into for the last six weeks, this like, like just dramatic shift in energy, in everything, right? And like the more I do it, the more I like feed energy into Uh, like that vision that I have for myself, that vision I have for my life, that vision I have for my work that I don't necessarily know exactly what it's going to look like, right? Like, um, but I know the feeling and I know um, the general like vibration. And the more that I put into that, the clearer it becomes and the more energy I do get back and the more the next steps appear. And so this is where like, if you are in a phase of life right now where everything feels flat, you feel unsure, just the tiniest thing. Um, can start to make a difference. Like literally just 
you know, living your life almost exactly the same, but setting aside five minutes to write out like maybe one thing you'd love to do if money was no object, time was no object, and you could do anything in the world, right? Whether that's like a trip to the Bahamas and or a trip to Hawaii or, you know, um, whatever it is, and just write it out in as much detail as possible. And you're just like giving yourself that tiny fragment of permission to dream again. When you stop dreaming, you stop creating. When you stop creating space for the new, you stay in the old. And so this is where it's like you can feel really, really overwhelmed by the vision of who you want to be and what you want to have and what you want to create. But like, and, you know, we spoke about this in the last episode, but quantum leaping doesn't literally happen overnight. You have time. You have time. Start with something small. Start with something that feels manageable. And okay. I'm going to take a break and then I have a few more things to say about satin and stuff. All right. Um, so a big thing with satin is, and I won't go too, too deep into this, satin wants you to be responsible, right? <clears throat> but when it comes to like inner child healing, we talk a lot about, we talk a lot about tending you're in a child, nurturing her, nourishing her, letting her play, right? And, you know, that is something that I did for months and months and months. And then she took over. That's basically what happened. She took over my life and I had no discipline. I had no structure. I had routine, no routine. My inner child ruled the roost. And what happened? I got bored. <laughs> I got bored. I got lazy um, and I wasn't happy. And so when you're working with that inner child, you need to remember that you need both parents, right? You need both archetypes to raise a healthy inner child you need the nurturer you need the nourisher and you also need the disciplinarian and so what was missing was my disciplinarian and so that was something that I really really brought in to help with this post and return uh grow up slash glow up was bringing in um the like just the the character within me that says stop playing stop messing around Um, I know you want to sleep in this morning. I know you want to chill out, but get up, get out, right? I've spoken about this before. Get up, get to work. So that was a huge part. Um, What else? Uh, So we spoke about just like, yeah, leaving open a little possibility, um, just finding your inner disciplinarian. Um, Another thing is, yeah, routine structure, like bringing in some of that. Um, I started working out again, which... uh, I've spoken about this again, but just like adding working out back into my life has gotten the life force energy flowing again, right? Like you don't real, like you literally don't realize how stagnant you are. Um, and even if it's just like the tiniest thing in the morning, like literally in the morning, I do this weird mix of like <laughs> um, working out, dancing and yoga, right? It's probably like 25 minutes of it's like combo, right? So find what works for you, find what you will actually stick to. And use that in a disciplinarian to stick to it. Um, okay, so um, I feel like that's the end. Is there anything else I want to say? If you guys have like um, reflections and stuff, but yeah, okay. No, so there is a couple more things I will say. Remember, you are becoming an adult, right? What does it mean to be an adult? It means to stop putting up with your own bullshit, right? If you were... Uh, And I've done this twice in my life, okay? So 
the the first one is the one we just spoke about, right? The few weeks ago, a couple of months ago when I was like, stop it, <laughs> get out of bed, get off the couch, get back to work, right? You've had your fun, you've had your frolicking, get back to work, right? So that was one time. Um, and the other time was actually more towards the start of my Saturn return, actually when I was dealing with a lot of these like uh, hesitations with making friends and feeling like nobody likes me and all of that stuff, it kind of got to a point where I was just like, I'm literally sick of my own shit. Like I'm sick of my own stories. I'm not playing my game anymore. Uh, and this is where like I fully love and respect that soft, gentle inner healing, but you need in like just a bit stronger healing sometimes. Sometimes you just need a bit more of a smack on the bum. Sometimes you just need a bit more of a, you know, that um that episode of Gilmore Girls where, you know, Jess just gets into town and he's being an absolute just nuisance. And Luke's like, okay, you want me to treat you like an adult? Blah, 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 blah. Cool. Uh, we, we just won't talk, right? Um, and then they're walking across the bridge and Luke just pushes Jess into the bridge, right? Because he's like, cool, you don't want me to like baby you? sweet, I'd treat you like I'd treat an adult who's talking to me this way uh, and push you off a bridge into the lake, which, you know, is that the most mature way of uh, dealing with the situation? Probably not. Um, But that's like, that's the imagery, right? If you like Gilmore Girls, use that imagery. Where do you need a dip in the lake, right? Where are you babying yourself so much that you are literally like holding yourself back from being the adult who can handle anything, that can deal with anything that comes up. Okay. I'm going to leave it there. Um, As always, all of the ways to work with me will be linked in the show notes. Um, Yeah, readings are amazing now because you're going to get your reading with me and you'll also get full access to the Relentless Alignment Human Design Bundle. Um, So you're going to get like 20 hours of, of content. Um, and then on top of that, you'll have, uh, me reading for your chart. Um, okay. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, I will, I'm sure I'll talk to you really soon. Um, see you on Instagram, leave me a a rating and review if you would be so kind, uh, because all of my reviews on iTunes are from like 2020. (laughs) So that's a long time ago. Um, and then if you're listening on Spotify, just, you know, it literally takes two seconds, scroll up to the top, hit five stars and you're an angel. All right. Cheers, mates. Talk to you later.